You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Well, uh, hot tail talk coming your way and also some uh, J.J. Arms discussion as well. We'll get into uh, the Bentley, the new Bentley that uh, Matt's driving as well. First, we'll tell you about Tommy John trying to find the perfect Father's Day gift. It can be stressful. We'll know more. Give Dad the softest, most breathable base layer he's ever worn. Tommy John. Oh, stuff. Look, I'm wearing them right now. Yeah. Always wearing my Tommy Johns. The reason I'm always wearing them is not because they're sponsors, because once you wear them, then you're ruined for whatever your old underwear is, and undershirts as well, and loungewear. And the only thing that was bad about Tommy John's, I wore out, I wore my first few pairs so many times, I just wore through them. Yeah. And now they're more resilient. They've made them twice as durable as the old ones. So now, problem solved. Beth, best Father's Day uh, deal ever 25% off site wide including uh, gift sets you can get to order now. Do it uh, by phone, and uh, it'll go direct to your dad's door. And uh, do it before June 17th, and he'll get it before Father's Day. Right, Matt? Yeah. uh, Tommy John has the perfect gift for all the dads out there. Deliver comfort to dad's door with 25% off site-wide at tommyjohn.com slash carcast. That's tommyjohn.com slash carcast for 25% off site-wide. See site for details. Podcast One presents, this is a collect call from Sing Sing. My name is John J. Lennon. I'm locked up for selling drugs and committing murder. I'm also a contributor for Esquire magazine and the Marshall Project. So I'm a writer and I'm a prisoner. Imagine trying to stay focused and talk about issues of substance with geeks slamming, prisoners screaming, and PAs blaring in the background. Get new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Podcast One, and Apple Podcasts. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get it on. Mandy, get on. And welcome to CarCast. I'm Adam Crow. It's uh, Matt, the moderator, DeAndre over there. How you doing? I'm steamed, man. I'm sure you are. I'm fired up. It's a little hectic outside. I got up super early. Went for my 5.45 a.m. run. Really? And uh, went down to Abbott Kinney in Venice. Everything's boarded up. It's basically a ghost town now, except for the National Guard. Right. Yeah, wow. they had two of them standing there and full camo and weapons and masks. And I said, I waved. I said, thank you very much and went on my way. I, uh, so. You are a motivated camper. I got up about 10 minutes ago, <laughs> took a dump, and came here. Uh, so uh, let's see. What's going on in the car world? Well, let's see. We're doing um, – what are we doing? This Monday, June 8th? What is that? Oh, so your book is coming out. Oh, that's right. And uh, you're doing a live Q&A on Zoom. So if you, anybody wants to sign on, ask you whatever they want, check out adamunmasked.com. Yeah. How about we call it Adam never wore a fucking mask because he's not a fucking <laughs> yeah. sheep pussy. Adam doesn't own a that, mask. That uh, domain was taken. Adam sold his mask. Yeah. <laughs> you know how much I've modified my life over the last four months? <laughs> I am aware. <laughs> Almost I've, zero. I've been around you. <laughs> zero. <laughs> well, not you did Zoom from, your, uh, from home in a robe a couple of times. Yeah. As Sonny was printing out notes for the show. Yeah. All theater. <laughs> All right. So uh, <laughs> let's see. Cars, uh, five ten. We got the uh, we got the tail. 
yeah. working on the tail. The tail's mounted now in the car. It's got some paint. It's got some white paint on it. Had a little debacle. We're looking at a picture of the tail of the uh, 510, which Sean has made. He's, he's now masking it. Um, is he just a, a human CNC machine for you now? You used to go to Leno to get anything you want made. Now I'm just seeing Sean make it out of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So he hasn't had to use the CNC, but between his metal brake and his ability to whittle away and and shape by hand and, and the lathe, and uh, he's he's been able to come up with some pretty pretty crafty stuff. Yeah. And the the tail looks great. I had this thing in the uh, annals of uh, Max Pat and me always being right all the time about everything all the time. Uh-huh. I, <laughs> sure. Get Sean. that domain as well. Might as well register that domain. Yeah. Sean's right about everything.com. <laughs> Sean sprayed. I have this thing, which is like, I like visual progress. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I am, I'm a little guilty of it. I mean, I'm not guilty of it, but it's, it's not a great aspect of my life when i was a kid if i bought a model of a battleship or or an airplane or Mm -hmm. or dragster or something like that i would want to put the decals on before i even built it because i wanted to see the stp sticker on the dragster the funny car you know but it what obviously there's a method you have to get it you have to deburr it you have to you know prime it paint it then you put but i'd want to put the stickers on and when I used to build stuff, and when I still do build stuff, I'm very much into like, you know, I'll go, put the tile down. I want to see what the tile looks like. And they'll go, well, we don't have all the tile. I'll go, well, put the first half of the tile down. And they go, well, sometimes the tile doesn't match. If And I go, ah, just put down the first batch. Like, I want to yeah. see what the shit looks like. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of guilty of that. So I would go over there, and I'd be like, hey, Sean, when are we going to paint this tail? You know? And he'd go like, well, I got the... I'm matching it. I can call the paint guy, see if he's got the paint mixed yet. I'd go, call the paint guy. Go get the yeah, thing. Yeah. Let's go get it. Like I'm that way about, you know, tires and rims. You know, get the tires. Drop <laughs> yeah. them off. Put the things on the ring. Put, the, put it on the car. I want to see what it looks like. You know, so it was a, so I've, I kept saying to Sean, like, when are we going to paint that tail? When are we going to paint that tail? I don't know why. But he's like, you know, and Sean's like meticulous. He's like, well, I got to do this first. And yeah. then I got to do that. And I was like, yeah, just paint the tail. So um, he paints the tail. Friday afternoon, at probably two, three o'clock, end of day on, on Friday. He has it hanging up on a wire inside the car museum, sort of curing. Mm-hmm. I get there Saturday at like four. It's been more than 24 hours, and I, I know we painted it Friday afternoon, and now yeah. it's after that. It's been, it's been a day. It's been 24 hours plus. There's a sign on it that says, do not touch. I own that tail. <laughs> I bought that paint. I paid the man who applied the paint. Yeah. So I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to touch the wire that's blue that it was hanging off of when he sprayed yeah. it. And the wire, the very thin wire it's hanging off of from the paint booth, yeah. sticky. Okay, but what made you want to touch the wire or anything? Like what made you want to touch it? Well, he's, he, he said do not touch, but he made that sign Friday afternoon. Yeah. It's now Saturday yeah, afternoon. Yeah, but there's still always something. You know, like when you see like a good paint job or a good piece of machine work, you, you, you see it, but for some reason you always want to touch it. I'm kind of the same way. I'm like, 
like you, you see him take a piece of aluminum off the lathe and he's he's deburring the edge by hand. You want to touch it well, for some reason. I, I don't know what that need is. Maybe Drew knows what that is more than we no, do. No, I, I think you're reading too much into it, although uh, it's, a, it's a decent psychological point. My thing is, is I'm going to touch the wire. If the wire is bone dry, I'm going to pull this thing off the wire and I'm going to go dry fit it on the back of the car so I can mm-hmm. see what it looks like. So that, I, that's probably where I was going. But I touched the wire and the wire was sticky. Yeah. So then, and this is uh, this is my life. Then I took the dog for a walk about an hour later and I called Sean. Yeah. Because I needed answers. <laughs> <laughs> on a Saturday. Surprise, it took you that long. You had to drive home, load up Phil. It was eating at me. I had to, I had to let it emulsify. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, like it was like I was me tooed by Harvey Weinstein in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now that I'm a middle-aged woman, it's all, it's <laughs> no, all bubbling, bubbling to the up. surface. Right. Same thing. Yeah. So, How many other people are suffering from sticky paint? <laughs> that's right. We don't know. We need to get a hashtag, sticky paint. Sticky paint. <laughs> but the courage to, to, to stand up and be yeah. counted. Okay. So I owe, uh, I call Sean Saturday. What are you doing, Sean? He goes, I'm taking a bike ride with my kid. All right. I said, put that on hold. I need answers. <laughs> I said, uh, I just went and touched that uh, paint that you put on more than 24 hours ago, and it is sticky as shit. And Sean goes, everybody, when I, when I call you and ask you a question, you, you have an opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I feel like it's like one of those cops talking to sixth graders. Look, look, you can get into drugs. You can go down that road, son. Mm-hmm. Or you can go the righteous path with me. Yeah. But you're at a crossroads when I call you. And I said, Sean, it's sticky. What's going on? Now, again, he could have given it some thought. Yeah. But he said, slow curing paint. Super slow. Okay. And I said, over 24 hours, it's still sticky. Okay, so now it's round two. Now it's round up. Now's right. your so chance. You get two You guys shots. have all had your opportunities now. When I come back, you can double down. You can double down That's and it. stay the course, or I give you a little room to operate. That's I right. I give you a little chance to think about it. You get two shots. You get two it's shots. It's sticky. Hey, I used to slow curing paint. Okay, fair enough. Good answer. Right. I'm not putting it through my – I'm not passing it through my filter of I know everything about paint and body work. I'm pu- pushing it through my horse sense filter. Mm-hmm. Who makes a paint that takes more than a day to dry? Right. I was saying to Matt, like the car would be in the paint booth all day. And then at some point the next day, someone go, we got to get that car out of the paint booth or put a second coat on or, or wet sand it. Yeah. Or I got another car and you'd go, no, no, it's not dry going to be about another 100 days. Like, <laughs> and shit would be sticking to it. Moths would be sticking to it. Dust. So I then, now I gave him, I gave him a second chance. Mm-hmm. I said, it's been 24 hours. That, that seems like a super mm-hmm. long cure yeah. time. And he went, mm-hmm. yep, it's a super long cure uh, time. Now there's new, new now, facts have been time presented. Stop. Now's the time. I gave <laughs> you an opening. Yeah. So then I, then, then I throw in my parting shot, which you always like, huh, that's weird. That's it. Yeah. Now we're done. But then I show up Monday morning and I say, Sean, where's my blue tail? And he says, it's in the uh, paint booth. Mm-hmm. And I say, but you already painted it. 
And he says, yeah, but you knew at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what happened. He says, nah, there's something wrong with the curing additive and the shit never dried. I had to scrape it all off, clean it all off and reshoot it. Yeah. And I said, yeah. I had a strong feeling that that's what was happening. Now, the good news uh-huh. is normally when I do this, there was somebody... See, normally when I have these conversations, you guys all had a chance to intervene or do something different that would have stopped X, Y, and Z from happening. In this particular case, it was academic. It already happened. It was just sticky. It was only me having to lie on, 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 in bed that night, stare at the ceiling and go, why is that still sticky? Yeah. Hey, who makes that paint? <laughs> why would you make that paint? That doesn't make sense to me. Sounds like a weekend wasted. A weekend <laughs> wasted. That's right. So... There was something wrong. Thankfully, it's a small piece. On the other hand, it does kind of suck to be the boss because the guy you paid to apply the paint, now you have to pay him to remove the paint, and then you have to pay him to apply the paint again. Yeah. There's just a certain amount of that in in business. Here's, here's the issue. The issue is not the sticky paint. It's the three rounds. After the two, it's the round three and four because he could have said, you're right. That is weird. I wonder if something's wrong with the mixture or the paint or the curing or the the chemical process or a a bad batch or whatever. Or maybe I just uh, made a mistake, a miscalculation, Mm -hmm. right? Then it wouldn't have been as much of an issue. You'd be like, okay, I get it. Mistake. We got to repaint it. But instead, you went home and started thinking about it for so long going, it seems weird. He's telling me it's slow cure. I think that's wrong. There's got to be a problem. And it's that wasted mental leap of whatever two days of the weekend. Yeah. You know? Well, it, it can't be. I don't know if you call it wasted because that's all I do. That's what all I'm I saying. Do is like, have people tell me stuff. Well, and then look, go, it doesn't mean you wouldn't have fixated on something else. You yes. know, it just means you wouldn't have been fixated on that. It would have been some other thing. Right. But uh, yes, if he would have said that is weird, I'll go check it out or something could be wrong or it sounds like something's wrong. Um. Yeah, small example. It's it's it really has less to do with Sean and more to do with me. When I ask something, when I get to the second or third time, when I keep asking, and by the way, everyone always wants me to shut up. They're like, "Hey, I just gave you an answer. Now back off." I'm only like, "Okay, but I'm not done." Because if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. I, I, you don't need once you get calibrated for what makes sense, you know everything. You know, you're, you become an expert. Sean is an expert at painting, but in that moment, I knew more than the expert. Even though I know nothing about painting, I'm just calibrated. And my calibration says no paint company makes a curing, makes a paint that cures more than 24 hours. Yeah. And by the way, when I touched it, it was brand new. Yeah. Like, like there's a, there's a fresh from the paint booth sticky. And then there's a, uh, it's, it's been sitting for three hours. It's got a little tack a on little it. Bit of tack, Put it yeah. out in the sun. We can sand it in an hour. I touched it. It was right out of the paint booth. Sticky, which meant chemically something wasn't taking place. Yeah. If you, you take epoxy, famously Rob once took epoxy <laughs> and it never dried. And there's a difference between starting. He used one part of the epoxy, not two parts. But there's a difference between something starting to 
knock off and cure and and it never it it being fresh in my mind when I touched it I was like this is fresh yeah it, it, it this hasn't changed in twenty four hours it yeah should be on the way down without even knowing anything about paint you got to think that's that's just a weird business model right yeah, like yeah, paint yeah. that doesn't really dry for a long period like at some point I, I do I do remember. <laughs> Once when I took my car, I've, I've I've got over the years, I probably got a few really shitty paint jobs on some of my cars, like, you know, overspray on the dashboard. Yeah, just yeah. Just like really a shitty. A tailpipe, top of the tire. <laughs> yeah, just really <laughs> shitty paint jobs. I got a few. And I remember getting my car painted at like 24-hour paint body or whatever. And I was like sitting there with the dude in his office. You think about how stupid you were like when you were 19 or 22, like how you didn't know anything. I guess that's what dads are for, but I didn't have that. You know, yeah. so I was like sitting in there and the guy's like writing me up. He's like, well, the paint's, you know, the paint job's $189. I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, and uh, that's $26 for hardener. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, so there's an option where it never dries. Like, yeah, yeah. Why is why why not include that? I don't know. Because they want to say we'll paint any car for under two hundred bucks. Yes, of course. But yeah. then they add thirty three bucks for hardener. Yeah, I and, remember being nineteen, going, are, "Are you kidding? This is insane!" Look, these days every every hotel you stay at, right? Or, or, right. Oh, it's there's a resort fee, there's parking fee, there's the other fee. Like resort fee, what what is right. that? Oh man, Mike August is always <laughs> at his best with that parking fee. Yeah, because <laughs> he just goes and finds somebody's lawn like down the street and just parks on it. Like he'll never. Because you tell Mike August that it's uh, thirty seven bucks a night, you know. Yeah. To park at the hotel he's like fuck that he'll he, he'll find a parking lot across the street of yeah. alley whatever and he'll just he'll just stuff that car somewhere does it every time he he we must have saved millions of dollars and, and i'm not exaggerating like we just got back from houston it was three three or four days of parking fees like yeah. at 40 bucks a night he parked up the street and, in a parking lot and a, a strip few- mall if the parking is a fee and there's a valet, you, oh, you, yeah. you tip the guy and whatever. And if you've got to leave three or four times, you're running out for an errand or going to the show, you're, you're into parking for 140 bucks a day. <laughs> and it was perfect because the parking lot he was stashing the car was across the street from the hotel in my room window. I was like on the ninth floor, faced the parking lot. So it's like I could say to Mike, we're going to uh, – the Smoothie King at 1130 or whatever. And I could like look out the window and see if he was getting into the car or whatever <laughs> to, make, to make my move. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's All right. See. Uh, let, me, let me tell you guys about Geico. Uh, though we're apart these days, we are sharing more. Geico would just like to say thanks for that. Thanks for sharing all your fun videos and stuff online. All the crazy dance moves and DIY haircut fails. All the fun stuff that you're uh, you've been posting, and it's Geico's turn to share as well. They're sharing with their Geico Give Back. It's a fifteen percent credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers, and because Geico is committed for the long haul, the fifteen percent credit lasts your full policy term. So visit Geico.com/giveback for more info. That's Geico.com/giveback. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw – there was a little teaser posted. You know, all the car companies are uh, – you know, they're finding ways to sort of virtually launch cars and make announcements. And there was a little mm-hmm. teaser from Nissan saying, Nissan next. It's the future of Nissan. A restructured company, smaller, more pared down, limited cars. Uh, you know, that's going to be the future of Nissan. But at the end of this teaser, 
you saw sort of a silhouette of a new Z car. We're watching the teaser right now. And uh, where's the where's the, the picture? See, there it is. Oh, oh, there it is. A little squintier headlights. Got a little bit familiar shape. Next to the SUV, it looks like a small car, which we like. Uh, we don't know anything else about it at this point. Potentially a 400Z. Maybe it's a larger displacement, naturally aspirated engine. Maybe a four liter. Yeah, I, I'm assuming everyone knows, you know, 240, Z, 2.4, 260, 2.6, 280, 300. Yeah, the, you the had the 350Z, the new one's the 370, which actually you do have. And then 3.7, right. And uh, so maybe it's a maybe it's a four. Uh, I, I had a thought about my, I got the uh, BRE Heritage one. Um, I don't know, they made 50 of them, 370. So you start thinking about, it literally hasn't been driven a mile, yeah. you know. Like, and so it's like you, you do one of those things where you go, "Oh, is this going to be one of those cars where you know, twenty five years it goes up for sale and it goes zero mileage yeah, yeah. or whatever?" But I was thinking about it every year before Monterey. I have to learn to drive a stick shift, mm-hmm. so I need a car to go around the block in. Yeah, a few times, do a my, few laps, get my, get my clutch on, you yeah. know. And uh, so I shall be putting a few miles on that. You might car. as well. What's fun about that car is is you can turn on and off the rev match. Right. So you can turn it on, see how the car does, turn it off, do it yourself, and see how how quick you get it. Like comparison, right? You know, yeah, it's kind of fun. So yeah, maybe it gets eight miles a year, right? <laughs> <laughs> In ten years, it'll have eighty miles on it. It won't be worth shit. Yeah, but those are all hard rev matches. Yeah, it's had nine clutches. (laughs) (laughs) So Yeah, that's a good car. It's a fun car. Pete Brock signed the dash. Yeah. No, I I I love having that car. I I don't um you know, that car works. I I had a three fifty Z. Those cars work. They rev, the interior's right, they're nice, you know what I mean? It, It 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 the action is really good on those things. You know, there's there's only so much when you have that linkage, you know, when you have the rear engine car or the transverse mounted front engine or the whatever mini Cooper with the whatever. And it's just, you, you have that linkage, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's a little bit of that slot. And those cars have a real short, real positive shift, you know, and, and, and that's a good car for anybody who's got now, 14 grand who wants to get into something who wants to make some mods who doesn't want to spend 50 grand who wants something reliable something that revs something that feels like you're driving a car Mm -hmm. that's a great car um you know the styling on that car is a little bland Mm -hmm. i guess i would call it like maybe it's not going to stand the test of time the way it could it's it's a little just sort of I don't know what we're going to call that era yeah. of, of styling, but it's not a great era of styling. It's a sort of it, – it, it's kind of a lack of styling. It's just sort of a well, – let's just make it round and kind mm-hmm. of low and smooth. And, yeah, kind of and, a high belt line, not a lot of side window. That like That's been the motif of so many cars. Yeah, and, and we'll just kind of make it slippery in the wind tunnel yeah. and, and, yeah. and that'll be nice. But it, it – does kind of miss some 
things that you like in a car, that your favorite cars or the things that kind of, you know, the aspects of what is really cool in something that would be more interesting, like your Jag 220 XJ or something like yeah. that, like things that yeah. just have more interesting elements it, to them. There's nothing it, it really. It feels like in- it's got a little more personality, a little bit more curve, you know, a little bit more, uh, you know, sort of a sexiness to it, which which we tend to find aesthetically sort of the 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 flow you know the the ups and downs the curves the you know when you think of a box flare versus a a a sort of a a rounded flare something that has a little bit more emotion or something to it yeah when you picture you know for me one of the pinnac- one of the pinnacles is is like singer porsche mm-hmm. you know what i mean you picture a singer porsche and you look at it from a bunch of different angles and it's like there's a lot going on yeah and then you take that Z car, and there's just not a lot going on. Mm, yeah. it's, it's a it works. It's a good car. Glad I have it. You know, drives, pulls, fun, good interior. Blah blah blah. Be good. Again, if you want a ten thousand dollar car, you can take out on, for track days and modify and breathe on. Good car, but when you look at it, it's just kind of like just kind of there. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you got a. But the uh, graphics package looks good on it. Like that's the whole point. It matches the BRE collection, and that was what makes that car a little more special. Pete Brock modified his because it has, it's the white and the red with the red stripe. He ended up doing the, his red and blue stripe. That's more traditional on your BRE cars, and, and he painted it to match. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. He he did a did a whole thing on it. Be a picture of that somewhere. Yeah, he he modified his, and there's toys now available. I just saw the toys. Of like the car and an AeroVault trailer that he has, you could buy the toy package, and I think you could put the little Z in the back of the AeroVault and then tow it with a little BRE truck. I'll get right on that. <laughs> you should get on all those toys. I'm gonna hop on that. <laughs> yeah, it's weird yeah. with me. Is uh, I didn't like GI Joes or comic books when I was a kid. Yeah, I didn't like. I wanted stuff. Like I wanted a go kart. Yeah. I, I, I wanted a mini bike. Like, I wanted a dirt bike, but I, I had no interest on like the miniature version of stuff. Like, I, well, I like, I like building models or doing shit like that, but I wanted stuff. Well, there is a super detailed die cast model of your Porsche 935 that is coming out soon. It's a little like the die cast that you have now, but significantly larger. So I don't know, maybe like a foot long or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, super detailed, very exclusive, limited, but it's going to cost like 5500 bucks. 53 really? 55 yeah. Yeah, it's coming out soon. When did you find out about that? Yeah, I got people. Huh, is there heard, a picture of that I heard, somewhere? Uh, I, let me see if I got one on my phone while you... Uh, uh, let me dig it up while... While you the thing about the diecast models, like. I have one of some of my cars, and then here's how it works: it like sits in the back of the shop, and yeah. then at some point you just see it, and the wheels busted off, and the hood is missing, <laughs> and you're like, "What happened?" And everyone goes, "I don't know." I don't know. And you're like, "Well, how'd the wheel get busted off? Yeah. And where's the hood?" And they go, "I don't know." Yeah. Then at some point, someone will pause and go, "Nate was filming back here." <laughs> then, yeah. then, I'll, then I'll, I'll go talk to Nate and I'll go, hey, Nate, what, what happened to the diecast Porsche? I'll go, we didn't touch that. Oh, we and didn't go, touch okay. it. Okay. Well, it's just people breaking in and fucking with my diecast Porsche and then I, leaving, I, I guess. guess. I do have a lot of those conversations with people where I go, 
So you think someone broke in and put a little coffee in the bottom of the mug and put it in the sink and then left? Is that, is that or is that our working theory here? Yeah. I used to have those conversations with uh, Don. I'd go, so you were the last one here last night? Yeah. And the compressor was on when I came here this morning. Yeah. And you shut the compressor off? Yeah. So yeah. you think someone okay. broke in and turned the compressor off and then left after last night? You think so? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know what happened. Well, I know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> How come you don't know what happened? I don't I, know what happened. I, I found a link. I sent it to, to Kalen and Chris on your phone, so one of you guys can probably well, put I'll, it up on I'll, the screen. I'll, I'll but, tell you uh, what I'm going to use to uh, repair my uh, 935 Porsche. J.B. Weld. Yeah. <laughs> J.B. Weld is our proud sponsor of CarCast, epoxy adhesive brand used both by pros and DIYers. Trusted for over 50 years. It's available at jbweld.com and retailers everywhere. It's you should JB weld uh, Caitlin's phone to his hip because he's been looking for it for the next oh. last three minutes. No, I was like, I was like, uh, I texted you a link, and he's been standing around looking in the air, looking at the ceiling. Maybe his phone's stuck up there. It's possible. Hey, someone yeah, could have broken in. Yeah, someone maybe. could have broken in. Hey, stole Caitlin's phone. Was Nate in the- filming in here? Because your phone's broken and it's in the trash. <laughs> they could have broke in. Here stole you the phone. Pl- turned the compressor on and left. And- <laughs> <laughs> Damn looters! They're really they're really hitting. Oh look, uh, that's Canadian dollars. I don't know what Canadian dollars means, but uh, it's where you go one one eighth scale. Mm-hmm. It, it looks good. It's it's got a lot of detail. The wrong steering wheel. Maybe it's kind of yeah. weird. Like the steering wheel looks a little weird, but there's like a note on it that says yeah, like it says no oil. Oh no! I don't right. know what it says. <laughs> no, probably it, right. It, it, like it says, no, it'll it'll say like fuel or yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever. It's pretty cool to have. Yeah. See, I, now you want one? I do. <laughs> Can't afford it. Yeah. Said so it'll be a fifty. Have fifty pieces worldwide. Fifty. Yeah. Oh, there's the dimensions: thirty inches, thirty and three quarter. Oh, is it that long? Yeah. Where's is that? What it, Maybe those are Canadian dimensions. Oh, that's the base. The base oh. dimensions 30 and three quarters by 15 and three quarters. So that's the platform. So it's got to be. That's a good size piece. Yeah. Boy. It's big. I want that bad yeah. boy. I mean, keep it away from Nate and the production crew. But other than that. Adam, uh, there was a lot of news about a month ago about an Apple liveried Porsche 935. And your name was like in every article about go. It was going for like five hundred thousand dollars in auction. Did you see that? Yeah, that's the clone with the five lugs. Oh, yeah. drives me nuts. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the I, guy in Florida no, that was building. It, w- the, it wasn't going at auction. It was just. It was, it was just yeah, it was sale. just like a Dupont registry. It was just. Yeah. I don't think that it's sold, but it has lug nuts, so it's that's a major lug. issue. There's no center locks. No There's center no. locks. It's the most visually appealing aspect of that race car. I mean, next to the livery itself. You make a clone and you don't do the center locks. You don't even fake it. You don't do like the adapter to the five lug to center lock adapter. Like at $500,000, what, what's the issue here? Like we couldn't. Uh, I don't know. The, 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 the rims, the rims as well. Those Anki rims or whatever they are now. I, this car makes me mad. I, it looks it looks good. It's it's all rim and tire. It needs the BBS yeah. with the center locks. All that That's good all. work put you, into the car. You can get BBS with center locks on them. No no problemo. Yeah. That's it. 
I don't know. It's just like, and if it's for sale, I guess it was built to spec. Like if the customer was like, hey, man, uh, I had a bad experience with Centilox on the track. I don't, I don't want to ever see a Centilox again in my life. And I'm like, oh, all right, if you got bit by something, I get it. But no, nah, I don't think that's the case. So that die cast yeah. is coming out when? And then do you do you get on a waiting list? I think or you how can, does it work? I think you can order it. Um, yeah, I think U.S. I, dollars, 5395 and it just is pre-order now. I'm trying to find out when yeah. it actually comes out. I mean, I get it. It's limited production, but also I don't think there's, you know, I don't think they're all sold out. I think you can get one. Yeah. Yeah. I can, you know, whoever's selling it or whatever hit me up and somebody we knew from before, nice, nice guy. He's got a lot, bunch of collectability stuff and he sent me a note. He said, hey, check it out. He they, sent me the picture of it. I go, yeah, we got two or three of these. And, I didn't uh, know, but not that big. Obviously. And then he goes, no, 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 this one's big. Did uh, here's a question or an interesting question? I wonder if those guys must do. Sorry, those guys must do other cars. Yes, as well. I believe so. Be curious to see yeah. what what else is in the repertoire, and then also um, having miniatures of cars you own is a good sign. Like if uh, if you're a chick. And you're married to a dude, and that dude has an action figure of himself for sale somewhere. Yeah, good sign. Good sign. Good sign. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or even a bobblehead. Yeah, or both. What was the what was the what was the guy you bring up all the time? The the, the guy with no arms or whatever. The JJ JJ arms. <laughs> He's got an action figure. <laughs> J, you know the thing about me is i lived through the 70s and I, I you guys have no idea what actually was happening in the 70s and people think i'll, I'll talk to people all the time i go oh there's a guy named jj arms he was he had no arms he was a detective with no arms he had grappling hooks and guns and hooks <laughs> and stuff so badass. and it's like oh yeah that guy was in charge he he worked with Barris. He was looking for James Dean's car. Yeah. 550. Little bastard. Everyone looks at me like, are you fucking nuts? And I'm like, no, there was a TV show with that guy in it and a commercial. They sold I would have thought it figures. was just a TV show or, or like a comic book, but not a real guy. I, I, I think he's still alive <laughs> or something insane the last time we, we checked on him. Is you know? J.J. Arms still alive? First of all. And number two, he's either in Florida or Nevada. There's no other. It's, it's impossible for that he's, guy to be in New Orleans, right? Yeah. He's 87. Of course. I don't know where he resides today. I'm looking at I want to book him, man. I, I would I, love to. I want to talk to that he's guy. He has no social media presence or anything. I'm trying to see. If, you can. Well, you got to be well, able to find him. He's a he's a private investigator. Well, he finds oh, he has a website you. here. Yeah. Yeah, well, oh, never mind. It's down. All right. <laughs> well, we'll see. You can see if that commercial's uh, still out there. But when I was grappling hooks, when I was arms. when I was nine, I was watching those commercials. <laughs> yeah. Now I never got, I never really got one or bought one or any of that. I, it was all like everything was a little rich for my blood. You know, like like I had a fundamental. I don't. We have a JJ Arms commercial. Oh man, look at his vest. Even his toy as a vest. Greatest investigator with J.J. Arms, the action figure with interchangeable hands. For today's mission, pretend to find the missing atomic warhead. Changing to suction cups, you can make J.J. scale an abandoned shed. <laughs> Using hooks, J.J. slides down, hot on the trail. 
Now, quickly switching to JJ's magnetic hand, you recover the missing warhead. JJ Arms comes with everything you see from Ideal. I've never wanted a toy more in my life than right now. <laughs> Why don't we get that uh, Canadian uh, 30-inch Porsche yeah. and JJ, and, JJ Arms. Arms. and he'll slide right he into the... fit in there. It would fit perfectly. Oh the my dimensions God, are awesome. perfect. That would be awesome. I, I, I'm telling you, I, look, I got, a good, I got good eyeballs. I'm picturing that car. That car's 27 and a half inches. Yeah. And J.J. Arms would drop perf- scale-wise standing next Ooh. to that car. What hands do you put on them, though? The magnets? Do you use the grappling hooks? California, One of each? California dusters. He puts the two dusting, <laughs> just the two detailing dusting wands. He's the only driver that won't scratch anything. That's right. Do <laughs> you know how he lost his arms? Um, and expl- explosives or something like fireworks or something like when he was a kid or something. Yeah, he broke into a railroad section house and stole two railway torpedoes and he rubbed the torpedo sticks together, detonating them and causing the mangling of both hands. If that's not true, that's still an awesome story. You know, like, like maybe a he got bit by a dog and that had amputated. He's like, but that story sucks. So I'm going with explosives. And he was 11 at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but who know? Who knew when he was in the emergency room recovering that he would grow up to be the world's greatest detective? Yeah, that was an investment. <laughs> <laughs> or think about how much better he could have been if he never had gone in that railway station. I don't know. Oh. I do. I I know that he was a legitimate detective, and that George Barris. Of all people, when he was looking for that 550, got J.J. Arms on the case. Yeah. Do you think he's upgraded the arms over the years? Oh, like you do with your cell phone? Yeah. Probably or, doesn't have like a flip arm now. Probably got like an arm phone 10. But but you know, like a lot of guys, they got to have, you know, like the museum. They've got to like the pictures on the wall, the life of them. Do you just think he just got like a wall of arms? Like this is my first arms. You know, and they were mm. smaller size because I was 11 or 12. Well. And then I had to get bigger arms. It's got the gun arm. That I don't think they really showed the gun arm one in the <laughs> in the cartoon, maybe for the kids or something. Uh, I mean, it's I, like back then it used to jam a lot, so I had to switch to a newer, I, newer gun arm. <laughs> I'll bet he doesn't have suction cups like they did no, in the commercial. No. I, that feels impractical to me. No, I like the idea of the magnet arm. Do you think maybe over years he got an electromagnet so he can turn yeah. it on and off? I don't think he had the magnet arm. Yeah. There's a 2014 video. It's about six minutes long where he's taking you around his El Paso home. El it's full Paso. of arms. I'll send right. you guys the link. Oh, right. God. All right. How's the, uh, what's going on with you driving the murdered out Bentley? So I just got it. I don't have a lot of specs on it, but of course, uh, you know, the, the, the protesters are marching down Venice Boulevard near my place and the cops are everywhere. Meanwhile, I get the call out front and we're like, we're dropping off the Bentley. It was like <laughs> perfect timing. And uh, they uh, they dropped off this uh, this uh, odd that it's black because it's difficult to photograph black. But oh, it is, I, and you know it's everything is just so reflective and yeah. just trees and you with the camera. It's so tough to photograph. Yeah, press cars. So are press never cars are black. almost never oh, really? never yeah, black. Makes sense. Yeah. What what are they usually? 
Uh, well, they're everything but black. Yeah, pretty much everything but but black. You saw the Aston Martin was that nice green, right. um, and then the Alfa Romeo was in red, and mm-hmm. and uh, I I think you know like the GT five hundred I think is going to be like a like a red with silver stripe or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is black with red interior, and it's got all the diamond stitch and all the nice things. It doesn't have the tinted windows because it's not factory, but everything else is murdered out, blacked out grill, black wheels. The the exterior of the thing is is black and it kind of does look badass. It's they 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 did a good job with that car. The first generation they're they're always good, but the first gen was a little softer and a mm-hmm. little rounder and a little more like the aforementioned Z car. Yeah, little, little yeah. just kind of smooth. And this one's just got more definition, a little more aggressive. They, they wanted to make it sportier. They were going after that that market uh, of being sort of a, a super luxury but powerful sport coupe. Uh, it certainly does feel solid and big and heavy, but it's got the power. And there's a V8 and a V12. I'm driving the V8, and the V8 is something like – Zero to sixty and three point nine, and I think the twelve is like three point seven, and uh, the eight. Uh, I assume with turbos. I, I haven't uh, popped into it and uh, under the hood and really looked around. Uh, again, they just dropped it off as I was getting here. Um, you know, but the horsepower is in you know the high fives. I don't know five sixty or something, and I want to say the twelve is probably six and change. And uh, and I'll pull more of it on there, but uh, just riding over here, it's it's fantastic. You know, everything seems to work. It's got all, it's got the right feedback on stuff. Like when you're adjusting the air conditioning vents and stuff, it has a lot of a good feel, good tension to it. What's, everything what's feels the, solid. What's the sticker on it? Uh, that's another. One I don't know. Chris can look it up. Uh, uh, the Bentley Continental GT, the V8. Uh, sticker. Um, I, I want to say because of that market, probably in the two sixty, two fifty range. It's a ton of car. You know, the interior's got to be amazing on it. And you know, my feeling, you know, as always, is let someone else pay full freight for it. Yeah, give it, give it uh, three years, and go find that thing for a buck forty five and and enjoy. Um, yeah, our, I'm seeing around two hundred two, two hundred eight. Really? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, cute. I don't know if. Anything ever sells for two hundred two two eight? If it's anything like a lot of the luxury cars and Porsches and McLarens, there's a there's a whole a la carte menu of of options. But uh, see, when they handed it off to me, there wasn't a window sticker, there wasn't a Monroney in there, so I don't have the full details on this one. But they'll email it to me after the fact. Everything is contactless. Like guy shows oh, right, up and he's right, wiping everything sure. down, and it's there's no science. paperwork to it's sign. All you know, yeah. yeah. Hey, you know. when's the last time we dipped this microphone in bezel nut juice, Chris? <laughs> Come on, science, all science. Wait, do you think you have the GT Speed Black Edition because it's murdered out? No. Oh, okay. No. All right, let me hit uh, JB. Well, DIY projects, man. That's all I'm doing is DIY projects, and uh, why pay the repairman? Why have that guy come into your house? Big or small repairs, home or garage, ordinary household glue. Well. It is ordinary. It's got the word ordinary in it. So it needs to be strong. And uh, you got a better choice than ordinary. You got JB Weld. Proud to have JB Weld as a sponsor. They're great. I know the owner, the guys. Uh, good, co- good company, good American story. 
if you uh, hear their store and they've been around, proudly made in the USA, been at it for over 50 years. They make everything now. I got a box of the stuff and I, I, I go in and I'm like, oh, I need the super glue for this. And then I use the two-part epoxy for you know for door panels because there's a lot of tension on the door panels on the truck. And I needed to, to fix them and it worked. You know, yeah, I, hard. This stuff's. I use I use it everywhere. I use it for everything, and now you guys can too. JB Weld's available. JBWeld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Walmart, Amazon's, Michaels, and more. It is JB Weld. I'm seeing some websites saying 240. If that makes a little more sense, uh, that, to you, Matt. Uh, two two yeah. two oh two ten or two oh five or whatever. That felt a little light for that car. Mm. Two forty feels more more correct let's go with that one then yeah yeah i'll i'll dig into the monroney and all this, the specs on it and see what the options are and we'll update you guys on it but it's it's fantastic and it looks great and it's comfortable yeah i pulled in i thought one of the uh thought maybe one of the kardashian boyfriends had uh come into the mm-hmm. studio but turns out it was just the moderator mm-hmm. monday june 15th seven o'clock p.m uh, and you can uh, that's adam carolla's unprepared from quarantine and you can uh, register at SiriusXM. Dot com slash Adam Carroll. I'll be doing uh, live stand-up from my home like we did before. Everyone loved it. We're going to do it again. Also, live online Q&A, Adam Carolla. Unmasked, that's uh, Monday, June 8th, uh, 12 p.m. Central. And RSVP at adamunmasked.com. Ask your questions. I shall answer them. And uh, I'm your emotional support animal. That is out on the 16th. Pre-order it. It's a very good book. The audio book is uh, up and running, too. And you just go to Amazon or wherever you get audio books and go find that badass. What do you got, Motorator? Uh, we'll be posting the pictures of the cars that we talked about and some more fun stuff. Uh, follow me at Motorator. And uh, Na- Nashville Zanies coming up. Uh, live podcast, live stand-up June 12th and 13th in Nashville. So, until next time, Adam Kroll for Matt, the Motorator, DeAndrea, saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Let me tell you guys about Geico. Though yeah. we're apart these days, we're sharing more. And Geico would just like to say thanks. Thanks for sharing your dance moves, your DIY haircut fails, and your inner lip sync star. Now it's Geico's turn to share as well with the Geico Give Back. It's a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers. And because Geico's committed for the long haul, the 15% credit lasts your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for info. That's geico.com slash giveback. In a not-so-quiet corner of northwest Georgia, there's a little town where the moonshine gives you visions, where ghosts race along the back roads, where criminals gather at the edge of town and stalwart guardians defend the streets. Welcome to Garfield's Crossing. We're now funding a full voice cast version of our podcast on Kickstarter. To follow the campaign, look for Garfield's Crossing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.